0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better uh, act. Like hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. looking like me the crap dog, giving them all. Dress like a no million bucks, bucks. things in his cups. Y'all mm-hmm. tell me, who could it be for Steve Hart? Oh, yeah. Listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Hart. Put your hands together. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: Uh huh. I said uh huh. I sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I feel it's necessary to explain what I say in the morning because somebody asked me, "What do you mean by that?" When you say that in the morning, when I say. Uh Uh-huh, it's in response to David Hollister opening the song by saying, go ahead, Big Daddy, go ahead. I said, "Uh uh-huh, I sure will. Then I say, good morning, everybody, because I was raised that way. You're supposed to speak when you come in the room. I'm coming in y'all's room, whether it's your bedroom, the room in your house, your car, your office, you know, wherever you're at. I come in the room, I gotta speak, so I say, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice, and then I got to introduce myself, cause as a performer, I always felt my best when I was introduced. Is no, why would you walk out on stage? and Anybody introduce you? You know, you can't get a round of applause. It's just, it's horrible. So I say, you are listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. Now that's old school. I got that, but that's I was once again, dig me now. Is I want you to feel what I'm about to say. That's all I'm saying. That's not a bragging thing, you know. Y'all listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. I'm just asking you to feel what I'm saying in the morning. Because it's part of a promise that I made to God. See, a long time ago, I told God if he allowed me to make it, that when I got there, I would tell everybody I know how I did it. And I wasn't going to shortcut it or shade him on it. I said, if you allow me to make it, if you give me the strength, the courage, the wisdom, you gave me a gift. If you let me apply it, don't destroy myself in the process. Forgive me for my sins along the way. Continue to hold and rock me when I need it. When I make it, I promise you, Lord, when I get there, I will tell everybody how I made it. Well, this started back in L.A., When I got on the radio and uh, I was making it okay, I was doing okay, but I had to keep my promise to God. My promise was if you allow me to make it, I'll tell everybody how I got there. I have to tell you that every day, because if it was not for that grace and mercy, I wouldn't even be here able to fulfill my promise because I've done enough dirt in my life, man, to not be worthy he could have easily walked away from me a long time ago because I had show sure walked away from him. See, and I didn't walk away from him once. I walked away from him a bunch of times. But guess what? He forgave me a bunch of times. I'm a living example of hundreds of chances. His forgiveness and his mercy is available for everybody. It's the only reason I get on this show every day. It's the only reason I have the blessings that's coming my way. It's the only way that the things that keep happening in my life, man, that I have no explanation for is because of his grace and mercy. See, anytime something good happens in my life and I can't explain it, that's usually him. He exhibits to me, remember, I'm a forgiving God, man. Remember. Remember. So when you fall, Steve, don't lay down there. Don't you lay down there. Don't you let the devil fool you that because you done made some mistakes that you ain't, that you can't do it because everybody going to make them. There's none perfect, no, not one. So get up, keep moving, keep pushing, step on. What you laying there for? Your daddy didn't raise you that way. Look, man, my father was just about manhood. I'ma just tell you. My daddy never had a conversation with me about church. He beat me for not going, but you know, a couple times, but he wasn't about that, it wasn't his message. That was my mama's job. My mama taught me about being saved, about loving the Lord, about giving your life, about the, the teachings of Jesus Christ. My mama was a Sunday school teacher. So I got all of that from her. My old man ain't had none of that for me. My old man talked to me about one thing all day long. Hard working manhood. And well, you're going to get that if you don't get nothing else from me. He gave that to me. So I got it. See, so my father used to say, excuse my language, but you ain't gonna sit there like no little punk up in here. You ain't that ain't what you finna do. You finna get up and go do what you're supposed to do. Now stop all that whining like some little punk and go on and get the moving. That's how my father talked to me. Now I'm just telling you real. It worked for me, though. And and before you start emailing me, that had nothing to do with homosexuality at all. It's just that was his term for a man not acting like a man. That's all it was. It 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 was not a gay reference at all. I want you to understand that before you start emailing me. So my daddy wasn't calling. That was not a sexual reference for him. My father talked to us. That's what he meant. I knew exactly what he meant. He couldn't have meant nothing. He ain't even know nothing about that. My man clueless when it come to that right there. So When I was getting down and feeling bad about myself, my old man, he taught me this toughness, man. He gave me this grit, this doggedness, this go to work and work hard. That's why today when God does bless me with something, he ain't got to worry about me not working hard. Because that's in me. And when I get tired, I ask that same God for strength to keep on doing so I can do the blessings he got for me. So when you ask me, how you going to do all this, Steve Harvey? I don't know. I ain't got to figure that out. All I got to do is show up with the same amount of faith I've been showing up with. God handle the rest of it. See, (laughs) y'all, hey, man, let me tell you something. I don't see how you do it. I don't either. Can, can I give you, hey, man, news flash. Let me hear, I don't see how you doing all that, Steve. You doing this, you doing that, you done. Can I tell you something? I don't either. I just wake up with the faith, man, and trusting that if he going to bless me with it, he must be going to show me a way how to get it done. See, I ain't tripping on that part. See, I, once you take yourself out the how-to business, you can go on and get with it. But see, if you're going to trip yourself out with the how to, you can't think like God can think. You can't figure like God can figure. So now you sit up in here going, Lord, I want this to happen for me. Then oh, I don't know how I'm going to do all that. Well, guess what? You in the way now. See, you now you in the way. Because see, God ain't asked you to figure out how to. He said, ask and believe. Then he said, faith without works is dead. That's my solution. That's the concoction that I'm functioning on. All I got to do is accept the blessing, keep the faith, be willing to work and believe. God can do anything but fail. Why would God bring me this far to leave me? Why would he bring you this far to leave you? So why I get up every morning? I have no choice. I got to get up in here and rap. When I'm running late, man, I try to plow through here. Sometimes I don't make it, man. I got to do a rerun. But I plow through here. Because, man, dude, Steve, you're going to run out of something to say. No, nah, I'm going to just keep thanking him. Now, you can't run out of that, can you? Because you owe him that. Matter of fact, when I get through talking, I really ain't thanked him enough.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Ladies, uh, gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Uh, what you're listening to right now is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mm-hmm. The voice you're currently engaged with is that of Steve. This is mental telepathy. P- telepathy. Mm-hmm. That ain't what I want to say. It's mental what? This is mental <laughs> therapy. <laughs> just mm-hmm. change it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get wrong and you just change. This is mental therapy. No, good and hell well, I tried to say. What is it, Shirley?
3: Telepathy, Steve.
1: Telepathy? Yes. It's not the? No. Telepathy? (laughs) I've been saying (laughs) telepathy. Yeah. Well, anyway, however you have it, that'll be just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, I am... The one and only, oh. Mr. Stephen Harvey. Good morning, Shirley the Strawberry.
3: Good morning, Steve Darling, how are you? Wonderful, wonderful, Carla Farah. Good morning, Steve Harvey, how are you, sir?
1: Absolutely adorable. Ladies and gentlemen, the 18th <laughs> wonder of the world, that there boy, Junior. Morning,
4: Unc, um, morning, everybody. What junior,
0: what's going on? What's up,
4: juniors? Well,
1: uh, Tommy's on the way. He's running a little bit late, but that's okay because I was yesterday, and so for mm-hmm. the first time, I won't eat him alive. Did he dog me when I was late yesterday? Yeah, yeah, of
0: course he did. Oh, yes. cool. because ain't no problem. Shop people
1: can't get nowhere on time because he didn't have the block that sits on top of his gas and uh, brake. So he lost one of the blocks so he could only go fast. He couldn't stop the car. So he had to wait until somebody bought another block where he could work the gas and the brakes with his short ass. (laughs) Thank okay. you. No, once you told me he
3: dogged me. Then, oh, Are you let's satisfied?
1: Go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's
3: how I feel. Well, uh, okay. it, he called it payback, though, Steve, yeah. to be clear, that because he when he's late, you're always on him. So he didn't want to give you a pass yesterday because you're always oh. on him. Oh, well, ain't no problem. So dude. y'all going back and forth. Oh, back,
1: back and, and forth. This.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, but, pl- yeah. but please know this, though it'll be a lot more forth coming from me than back. because his ass stay late and (laughs) missing. Shirley's mother said it best. Tommy can't come to work on Monday after he been working on Sunday.
3: (laughs) And I didn't know what she meant at first. But then when we started paying attention, she was right as usual. But see, because
1: Tommy wants to be me, as soon as I do something, he try to do the same thing. He think that'll help him become a bigger star.
2: He wants to emulate. I know he does, surely.
1: That's what he's doing. So I was late yesterday, so he late today. Yeah. He don't know that just put him further behind.
3: <laughs> All right, well, listen. Uh, That's where I am! Up, coming up is 32 minutes after the hour, Steve. President Trump says the impeachment effort has been unfair to both him and his family. We're going to talk about that right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: In trending political news, President Trump says the impeachment effort has been unfair to both him and his family. Take a listen to this.
2: But it was a very unfair, and mostly it was unfair to my family. I mean, my family suffered because of all of this, and many other families suffered also. It was a very, very, it's a very serious thing. It should never happen to another president.
3: And it probably won't. I agree. I <laughs> agree.
1: It may have been unfair Weird. to his family. I do agree. It ain't been unfair to
4: you. Mm. Well, don't break the law. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I, I agree it. it's tough on the family and many other families. Wh- what other family?
4: Who are you talking about? Congress? Who's talking okay. family,
2: yeah. <laughs> he talking about? My
4: family, fine. Yeah. What he
2: talking about?
1: Through so this well, whole funny. impeachment process, has your family suffered any?
4: I know. I know. <laughs> No. Anybody yeah.
1: called your kids at school, nah, 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 your president getting impeached. They ain't said none of that.
4: No, no, no. not at
5: all.
1: Yeah, at all. No. no. I understand where Trump coming from. You know, he wants some sympathy. You know, he's not going to get, It's not going to go past the Senate. So let well, me ask y'all a question. Have they agreed to take witnesses or what?
3: No, no, no witnesses. No. no. So, so that's the, been so decided. So don't call it a trial.
1: No witnesses. A trial yeah. with no witness. Right. Or documents. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and they're saying by Wednesday uh, he'll be vindicated and uh, he gives his <laughs> State Quentin. of the Union address, mm-hmm. what, tonight? Mm-hmm. Is it tonight? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, they'll probably, um, g- you know, vote him. Th- vote this is him a complete
1: joke. The whole thing is a farce. The whole yeah. impeachment yeah. process was doomed from the beginning because the republicans control the senate and they have decided he's going to be our president no matter what and we won't have no documents or witnesses to let you tell us how bad he is mm-hmm. we just don't believe it and there's no need that ladies and gentlemen is a farce
0: yeah
3: yes it is yeah that but is no what, president Steve? is above the law
0: yes
4: none.
3: sure none none it, it mm-hmm. it's it's getting scary though because people are are really starting because of this whole process, they're starting to fall back and, and not believe in the political process and all of that again. I've I've heard people say they don't they're not gonna vote for what? What is it gonna do? They're just you know, they're st- we're getting back into that again. You know what I mean? And that's scary. We gotta you know get what? out there and it's
1: vote. it's a part of the trick by yeah. the that political regime. Mm-hmm. They know if they create doubt that people will avoid this system. Yes. And the more people that don't vote, the greater their chances of winning. Because let me explain something to you. Republicans are going to vote.
3: Oh, yes. And, and they don't have to be prodded and begged. And I, I finally got what you meant about you're tired of begging people. You're tired. Ty-
1: <laughs> I just am. I just yeah. am. I'm tired of begging people to vote. I mean, at one point in time, man. Our our existence and our future and our circumstance and the predicaments that we find ourselves in have to matter to us mm-hmm. to where we want to do something about it. And whether you think your vote counts or not, believe me, it does. Yes. If it didn't, they would not work so hard to suppress it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Voter
1: suppression mm-hmm. that's is true. real. Yes, they that's know real. That's true. that if we get out there and vote that we going to have power. So what they've done now is they're making you think that voting and the political system is so corrupt, there's no need to participate. And poor people and the oppressed people will take that agenda on so quickly because we have so many other things to concern ourselves with.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. we got to concern ourselves with basic human rights and basic living expense and costs. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we are easily to go, well, skip that. I ain't voting. It don't help. No way. Mm
3: -hmm. Right. But uh, we're falling into more of that. Please, please don't fall into that trap. I'm telling y'all,
1: man, this system is it is corrupt, but it's corrupt if we allow it to be. Mm -hmm. You can combat it with your vote. Your vote is important, man. Don't let them take your desire and will and right to vote away by creating chaos and doubt. And because, let me tell you something, them boys that you saw gathering at that gun rally in Charlotte and all of that in Mm -hmm. Virginia, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. mean, in Virginia, all of that, Mm -hmm. they going to vote. All all the militia people, they going to vote. All those people in the right, the belief in the Second Amendment, they going to vote. All of those rich people that are benefiting from tax breaks, they're going to vote. Yep.
0: Yep.
1: They're going to vote. And here's the deal. The majority of them that are going to vote for them are poor people. They really are. Mississippi's poor. Louisiana's poor. Alabama's poor. Georgia's poor. It's a lot of poor people who are going to vote for him because of what he stands for and represents. Yeah. And that's
3: frightening. Yeah, it is. So, you know, this impeachment trial, if you want to call it a trial, uh, with that uh, wrapping up this week, likely with an acquittal uh, from the Republicans um, in the Senate, Mm -hmm. Trump said it will be difficult to work with Democrats going forward. Take a listen.
2: Well, I'd like to, but it's uh, pretty hard when you think about it because uh, it's been uh, such, I use the word witch hunt, I use the word hoax, uh, I see the hatred. I see the the level. They don't care about fairness. They don't care about lying. You look at the lies. Lies,
1: man. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did he just say they don't yeah. care about fairness? If you look at the lies.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know that's 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 a pretty bold statement coming from him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially with mm-hmm. the number of lies he's told. But once again, folks.
3: Close to twenty thousand.
1: Uh, this this is unheard of. He done told more lies since he been the mm-hmm. president than I have in my entire <laughs> life, total. And, and he, I done and lied. lie some <laughs> Lord.
0: What? Ooh,
1: God. Lord, I done lied. I done, done looked dead on. in a teacher's face. It started <laughs> at school.
3: well coming up (laughs) we're waiting on the nephew he's on his way but uh in his place uh junior will be here with run that prank back uh right after this
2: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
3: Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in trending entertainment news, Peta is mad at J-Lo about that feathered Puerto Rican flag she displayed on stage. During the I Super better. Bowl, they mad at
1: feathers now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, plus, uh, and this is sad news: conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh announced yesterday on the air that he has lung cancer. Oh no! Uh, yeah, but right now yeah. it is time for the nephew. He is here. Wait, wait, you wait, made wait, it, wait, nef. wait,
1: wait, 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 wait.
3: But you know what, Tommy? I heard when
1: I was late yesterday. Uh huh. I heard that you had developed did this
3: thing called payback. Huh? Yeah, yeah, well, you didn't say payback, but you said he's always getting yeah. on you. I, yeah, I
4: paid you back for when, yeah. when you know, when I'm late, you be doing me. So well, ain't no you problem. Was late, so I did you. Well, you owe me again. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tag you in. <laughs> Not tag, tag you in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your turn. Well, you you your got bitch. me already. Got you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. What you got for your plate?
4: I <laughs> got some booty taxes for you, baby. Oh, booty aw. taxes. Okay, we gonna tax that booty. Come on, cat dog.
6: Hello, Hello, I'm, I'm trying to reach Kendrick. This is Eve. He. Hey Kendrick, how you doing, man? My name is uh, Anthony man. Anthony Collins. They call me AC. How you doing? I'm good, bro, How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, listen, uh this right here, man, this this uh, I don't even know how to put this though, but uh, hey, listen, I'm calling you, man cause I got some issues. i'm I'm getting ready to file my taxes. And oh. I'm going through all my expenses, all my receipts, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I just I I I, I can't I can't just let this go, man. I I didn't spend like twenty thousand dollars on your wife last year, and I, I'm trying to figure out. Oh well, oh, oh. Bruh, Wait a minute, you asking me? <laughs> you don't spend twenty thousand dollars on the chick I'm married to? Is that what you telling me? <sighs> no, I. All I'm, all I'm trying to do, man, is is I'm trying to do a write off. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to claim. No, 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 no. F- the write off. Basically, what you telling me is you f my wife. I ain't say all that. I ain't say but all what, that. What, what What the f you saying, bro? All I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out is it all right if I claim Melanie on my expenses, man. I'm over twenty grand on on money I spent on Melanie last year. So let let me understand something right quick. Okay. You asking me for permission to claim my wife? When the f- did you ask for permission to f- my wife? Help me with hey, that, hey, bro. I, I, okay, 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 okay. Let's do this here, uh, Gerard. I ain't say I did that. You saying that? I'm saying I just want to claim the taxes because I spent 20k on it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let, let's do, let's do this, bro. Let's put Melly on on the phone. Let's put Mel on the mother- phone. Ain't no, but dog, we, we ain't got a brain mail in this. We ain't got a brain mail in this. What I'm saying is, mother, we already in it. She in it. What the you mean we ain't got a brain in it? She in it. Man, you must be outside your mind. All I'm saying is, do you have a problem with me claiming Melody? You mother, right? I do, bruh. I got a mother, problem having this whole mother, conversation. When, how, first of all, how the did you get my information? How do you get my number, bruh? I asked around for your number. I, I ain't want to call you. It took me a week to, to, to call you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to. Dude, I, I didn't spend 20 grand, dog. You understand know what I'm saying? When did you spend 20 grand? That's the shit I want to know. I ain't spent 20 grand on this mother... And I'm married to her head. So what, what the fuck are you doing that you spent $20,000 on my wife and then you want to claim that Help me understand that shit, bro. <sighs> Hey man, I ain't trying to go into all my receipts on everything I did for Melanie. I'm not trying to do that. All I'm trying to do is is just I'm, I just want I want to cl- I want to know if you I don't want us both claiming it because that's how you get in trouble. Bro, right. <laughs> you already in mother trouble. Trouble is the last mother thing you ought to be worried about. And you calling my mother phone, telling me about some sh- that you got going on with my old lady, and then you telling me. Can I have your permission? You mother. <laughs> mother- okay, so hey, dog, we got to get some kind of resolution to this. A good resolution is a good ass whooping. What the f- you mean a resolution? That that's the only mother f- resolution we going to get, bro. Ain't no other resolution. Ain't no other resolution. We 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 ain't got sh- else to talk about. We ain't got a m- thing to talk about. That's the resolution I got, partner. I-, I tell you what, bro. I'm texting Mel right now. I've been texting her since we've been on this mother f- phone. Okay, and what, I did you, pray- what, what, what are you texting her for? <laughs> Don't, what the f*** you mean what am I texting her for? She's the subject matter, so that's why the f I'm texting her. But you better pray to God, this is some bull. I hope to God you, y'all got y'all people f***ed up f- with me like this. Buddy. This thing f- ain't gonna go good, bruh. At all. At all. Uh, okay, so I guess I can't claim her t- at this point. Hell, mother f- now. So what you want to do, though? Bro, I already told you what the f- I'm going to do. And I'm waiting on Mel's response on this mother f- She act like she's slower than a mother f- She can't type fast. But somebody go give me some f- now. Today. Okay. Say, okay, man, look here, bro. I don't know who this is on the other end of this song. I hope to God this f- is some, some out of X-Files or some, f- some f- that I can't even fathom. You better pray to God y'all playing with me. This is some bull Okay, okay. So, can I go on and tell you this here, dog? And then I'm gonna go on and get out your way, man, because I I know how it's gonna go after this. Can I just go on and tell you something else? I don't know what the else you can tell me, bro. But... The uh, only thing I can tell you, only thing I can tell you, Kendrick, <laughs> is that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> your your wife Melanie got me to pray phone call you, dog. Boy, y'all some ratting, (laughs) motherfucker, boy. You look, that (laughs) about to come in with some (laughs) motherfucker. I slept for God. (laughs) Man, y'all ain't, man. (laughs) Y'all ain't, man. And I'm sitting up here eating crackling, and I done threw them away because my flesh pressure already high. (laughs) Uh, You all right, man? I got to make sure you all right before we get off the phone. You good? Man, I gotta go get me a drink. God yeah, yeah, I'm alright, <laughs> Boy, y'all ain't, man. <laughs> y'all ain't. <laughs> All right, tell me this, man. It's 2020, baby. Tell me this. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land, man? The damn <laughs> <MC>, Steve Harvey Morning Show <Marshall, laughs> with that rotten-ass lift you tunnel. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? If you
4: didn't spend that much money on a woman, mm-hmm. you got to go on and call her husband, let her know. Listen, man, I can't, I can't. I I, I didn't spend twenty grand on the doc, so we got to do something about these taxes. I got to be right this out.
2: But he was not having it. I no. No. understand that no, no, he at wasn't. all. I understand that and at he all. I understand mad that, at but, her. but
4: but. Yeah, but, but we're going to have to get this. All this money I spent got to be accounted for. We're going to have to write this off.
3: Yeah, and it took like him a minute grand? to come out of this. He was really mad. Yeah, he was all the way in there. Yeah. And He kept, say, yeah. he kept saying, to you. sugar, do sugar honey iced
4: tea. <laughs> 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 say it, Carl. Say nephew. booty
3: tax. Why you don't want to say it? Say it. Say booty tax. It's too uh, much. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment <laughs> and national news for you right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Well, Jennifer Lopez celebrated her epic Super Bowl halftime show with Shakira Shakira, by uh, boarding a yacht and conducting an informal poll with her friends and family and asked... Was that the best ever? She quickly acknowledged what lots of other people were already saying, that it might have been the GOAT of halftimes, the greatest of all halftimes. I
4: enjoyed
2: it thoroughly. What? <laughs> thoroughly. They were fire.
3: I, I thought it was uh, really, really, really good. I, I really Prince. did. I enjoyed it. I loved Some people I loved tripping her. Prince's power.
1: halftime was good.
4: Was yeah, of and of Beyonce's. Was, and was,
1: uh, yeah, you got to give Beyonce. Be
4: and Prince funny. was the GOAT. They oh, no, yeah,
1: please yeah. understand. I thought yeah. that them two girls yeah. put were, on were one hell of a show. Oh, they they really yeah. did. One one hell question. A, and and, yeah. and the people that was hating just wanted to find something to hate about. Hello. But I don't know yeah, what. Good. And I'm I'm just talking about the 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 choreography, the
4: lighting—that's what I the show said. Man, you know, The yeah. outfits, yes. You know. stage presence. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking Boy. about the pole, though. You talking about all that? I'm talking about the pole.
2: Whew. She was on the pole. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, she learned <laughs> the from, you know,
1: that what she learned—the core that
4: it takes to do that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that man. But have awesome. you ever been? Let me hear it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You're going to finish this here. Did you see nah, yourself? No, you're going to finish this here. Mr. Boy, that Murray?
0: bone almost fell Come
4: on, come on. Did you hit that You're going to finish this here. Let me hear uh-uh. it, baby.
0: Uh-uh. Uh-uh.
3: <laughs> come on. Uh-uh. shit. He censored himself. I know it's
4: bad if you caught yourself.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Let you me
4: hear it, big dog. He just stopped at that. That's all we got. And then he said, <laughs> Help <"Phew." laughs>
3: They start singing. Come on, Shirley, what you it's, got, like, girl? It's like, it's like this lady at church says, "Woo, thank God for Jesus." <laughs> 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 thank you, uh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, they did a good job. you uh, did a good job. Your son. We got to move on, Steve. Not everyone loved Jennifer Lopez's Super Bowl halftime show. The folks at PETA are upset. Uh, They're squawking about birds being killed to make the Puerto Rican flag cape she wore during the set. Uh, The flag JLo unfurled near the end of her performance was custom made by Versace. According to stylist uh, Marielle Hain, um, it featured 40,000 red, blue, and white feathers and Individually sewn in. They were all individually sewn in. That's the part that PETA was so angry about. The PETA birds was
1: already gone. Yeah. See, right I'm though. from the country. Let's, let me let j off the hook. Them was chicken feathers. Oh,
0: goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay?
1: What does that mean, Steve? They was chicken feathers. Uh-huh. Listen Here to me. You need to call chicken Popeyes. Chicken. You can call... Chick-fil-A, you could call KFC about this. Yes. These was chicken feathers. Died chicken feathers. Mm-hmm. Leave J-Lo alone. Why don't Peter find something else to do? Everybody in Peter, not all of them, are vegan.
4: Mm, that's true. What do you mean?
1: Everybody in Peter ain't vegan. So they they wear deep. shoes, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, shoes is leather.
2: Mm-hmm. From a cow. Yeah.
1: Lot of dead cows. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. We got deep in here, didn't we? Real deep. I got something <laughs> on from Peter every day. Damn.
3: Uh,
5: time to get caught up on today's headline, Steve. Please.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
5: Uh, Thank you very much, and Good morning, everybody. More and more countries are closing their borders to travelers from China with the latest, the Philippines, where a Chinese man has died of the coronavirus. Authorities say the 44-year-old man arrived in Manila via Hong Kong and that he was accompanied by a woman. She's currently also uh, thought to have it. She's being hospitalized and she is in isolation. The Philippines has issued a temporary ban on all travelers from mainland China now, Hong Kong and Macau. Meanwhile, in China, the virus continues to spread with well over 14,000 confirmed cases, up from just 2,000 reported cases last week. For the first time ever, there are no results out for yesterday's Iowa caucuses. Apparently, the app that was supposed to streamline stuff didn't work, at least on one side of it. They say it not, not due to hacking or anything, it just didn't work right. They say they'll release some results later on today. They're going to have to do them by hand. With the election season kicking off this week with the caucuses, Democrats are now turning to other states. The New Hampshire primary takes place next Tuesday. Meanwhile, Time Steyer, uh, by the way, has picked up a key endorsement in South Carolina. The billionaire businessman's won the support of the state's Democratic Black Women's Caucus. Now, that endorsement carries a lot of weight. Uh, In South Carolina, because in South Carolina, two thirds of the Democratic voters are African-American. And according to a new poll, the Post and Courier of Charleston as shows uh, Tom Starr now coming in in third place at 18 percent behind Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. South Carolina's primary is February 29th. United Nations reports that hunger is running rampant in Africa's central Sahel uh, due to all the uh, conflict in that region, all the fighting. The U.N. says that more than three million people uh, in Niger, Mali, Burkina Faso are starving and in need of immediate aid. The World Bodies Report says that nearly a million people have been displaced due to the fighting, which has devastated agricultural and rural areas. Uh, economies. The impeachment trials begun wrapping up. Closing arguments began yesterday, and the final vote is to take place tomorrow, with a no-surprise-at-all decision by the GOP- dominated Senate to acquit the president of the articles impeachment filed against him. Today, House managers or prosecutors finish up by basically restating the arguments that Donald Trump tried to cheat his way into re-election, and that it rises to impeachable offenses while setting a dangerous trend. Republicans say what he did, if he did it, was not that sim- was not that difficult and not all that serious. In fact, Trump made a pronouncement that he thought his re-election re- uh, was preordained. We're going to defeat the radical Washington Democrats, and we are going to take back the House. We're going to hold the Senate, and of course, we're going to keep the White House.
2: And I really do believe we have God on our side. I believe that. I believe
5: that. Oh, that's what he says. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: In trending sports news, Patrick Mahomes becomes the third black quarterback to win the Super Bowl and the youngest too, right? Ooh. Uh, Good, yes, boy. congratulations to him. The reigning MVP Patrick Mahomes and his team, the Kansas City Chiefs, are the world champions. Mahomes is the third Black quarterback to uh, win the Super Bowl. The first was, of course, Doug Williams with yes. the Washington Redskins. Um, Russell, Remember yes. that back in 1988 at Super Bowl 22. Russell Wilson, also with the Seattle Super uh, Seattle Seahawks, won the Super Bowl 48 back in 2014. And now Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl 54, and two. Twenty twenty, yeah. Steve. This right here is big, sir. Yeah, it's big, and Lamar
1: Jackson uh, will win it next year. Oh,
3: is Thank that you
1: your prediction? Yes, my prediction. Baltimore. Will my be husband in said it the same thing. Next year, Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah. and then yeah. Baker Mayfield
3: mm-hmm. in four more years, according to Stephen A. Baker Mayfield <laughs> in four, and Stephen A. Need to be quiet.
1: <laughs> Stephen A. Just because <laughs> he's the highest paid, most prolific, profound and engaging sports commentator in the world today
0: yes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: does yep,
1: not he mean he know every damn thing <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. You got first first take take just your take.
1: hello <laughs> you don't know us Stephen <laughs> <laughs> be in it for wow. your team get in it whoever that
0: is
3: yeah but oh, anyway yeah. Th- that's great um Patrick Mahomes uh, this year, and then Russell Wilson, and of course the great Doug Williams as well.
0: That's cool. Doug, baby. Mm-hmm. I
1: Legend. saw that Doug yeah. man. That that right there, churches was talking about that. Oh,
5: mm-hmm. when Doug won?
1: Oh, doggy, not, doggy. That, that, that was huge, must... man. Seriously, yeah. dog, mm-hmm. I cried, I cried. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You said eighty-eight, Shirley? Yeah. With the I was in such in bad shape in eighty-eight.
1: <laughs> I was in such Steve? bad shape in '88. <laughs> God, dog.
4: I didn't think I, was,
1: I didn't see the future in '88. <laughs> I
4: don't know why I didn't see. It I was
1: asking God, why? What have you done to me? <laughs> I had been in comedy three years, and it was going all wrong. In a world of hurt, mm-hmm. had made several ignorant decisions, back to back back triple, I had a triple play of back-to-back-to-back to back to back dumb decisions, all thought of my damn self. <laughs> I <laughs> owe no blame to no one else. It was I, Lord. Yes, it was me. Let me deliver myself from my ignorant way. How?
4: Come on. Come on out of there. <laughs> all
3: right, Steve. Well, you calm down. I'll let the people know. <laughs> <laughs> that you have more in store for us. It is New York Fashion Week. Uh, you're going to talk about some fashion trends that we need to get rid of right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, Steve, it is New York Fashion Week, and you know you're all about the fashion, blue cheese. Uh, <laughs> you are in New York City. And uh,
2: Steve,
3: what are you doing? <laughs> you
1: blue know, a little pimping
3: came out so oh <laughs> that well one of you guys is here and ready to give us some fashion trends that we need to get rid of how about yeah
1: let's that? just me do this uh-huh. I'm this okay. this fashion week I won't be attending fashion week even though I'm in New York today uh I mm-hmm. got some things that we need to be concerned about with the fashions in 2020 okay okay these okay. are things mm. we want to start considering as fashion in 2020 here we go. First of all, we need to put a weight limit on skinny jeans. That's
0: true.
1: Let's just get together. I'm not an expert on this, but I think we have a uniform vote. What do you think is the weight that skinny jeans should be? Let uh, let me start. Mm, If you are over 200, this is not an item for you.
0: <laughs>
4: Anybody
1: <laughs> over two hundred pounds can't wear skinny jeans. It really ought to be one eighty five.
4: That's ought to be. Wow, that's about right. One eighty five is that's it for
1: skinny, skinny jeans? Because after that, you just make you just making pants look like skinny
4: jeans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just tight. Here's
1: another one for sandal wearers in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. If your feet ain't right. Mm-hmm. If you put on the sandal and any one of your toes is on the yeah. ground, <laughs> these sandals are not for you. Any one, of them, I don't give a damn if it's just the big toe. I don't care if it's the baby toe that slipped off the side and Lord Jesus, not all five of them. They cannot yeah. be
0: on the ground.
1: And they platform wow. sandals too, and your toe is touching the damn ground. Uh-huh. We got to stop this. Uh-uh. Here's another faux pas in 2020 that we need to address. I want everybody to cut down on the number of holes in jeans.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we oh, gotta man. start working on the number. What is the number, ladies? Is it four, six? <laughs>
0: There's no number.
4: <laughs> Well, you know, there's no number. You mean the ripped jeans? Yeah, it, it, he's talking it, about knee, yeah, he You got
1: them. your knee out, your thigh out, yeah. your crotch <laughs> out, your butt out, <laughs> cr- your
3: crotch.
1: hamstring out, your calves <laughs> out. Put some, why you got the pants on?
3: Okay, I'll say, okay, then knees and a little bit of thigh.
4: Yeah, that. little butt makes so- Maybe some butt cheek, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, butt just butt cheek. a little bit. Me and Tom. A little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, this oh, is okay. just to
1: my white friends. You know the shoes, the Crocs. Yeah. They do not go with a suit. I just want to say this <laughs> to my white friends. Y'all, can't, y'all have got to stop wearing these Crocs with a suit. Y'all need to stop this. <laughs> Here's a big one. I'm talking to a certain elite group of people. You know who you are? Okay. If you pay $30,000 for a handbag, mm-hmm. what? you bet 30? not put a damn dog in it.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You need
1: money That's in there, credit cards, jewelry, you wow. bet not put a damn dog in a $30,000 handbag. Put his ass in a whole food bag. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: oh, <dude.
2: laughs>
1: Not the Birkin. Here's <laughs> what I need to dress with ladies: if you are standing talking to somebody face to face, your eyelashes should not touch the other person when you blink.
0: <laughs> I agree. That's That's long. Long. Your lashes are too, too
1: damn long. <laughs> them is your word, eyelashes, not mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I didn't know what
1: that was on my lip the other day.
0: <laughs> I love it,
1: this is just for fellas. If you have a gut, mm-hmm. then you need a longer shirt. <laughs> All right. Don't nobody yeah. want to see the bottom of your damn stomach. Tuck
5: and that and in. Just you just that in. Yeah. He
1: can't tuck it in. <laughs> He needs more shit. Thank you,
3: Steve. Those are New York Fashion Week tips from the one and only Steve Harvey. Coming up next, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after
2: this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. My subject for today, is my wife an undercover gold digger? Mm, Right now, The nephew Mm. is here Mm. with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nav?
4: Y'all ready?
3: What's that laugh about? What is that? Oh,
4: Oh, man. Uber hearse.
3: What? Uber Uber?
4: hearse. A hearse? hearse.
3: Like a hearse hearse?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uber hearse. You gonna be in a hearse. (laughs) (laughs) Uber hearse, baby. Let's go.
6: Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Sean, please. Yeah, this is me. What's up? Hey, Sean, how you doing? This. My name is Brian. Um, I got you on schedule. Um, you you ordered an Uber for tomorrow morning. i um, I think yes, you're. Sir. Yes, Okay. You are you are you scheduled to go to the airport, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I want to make sure you you wanted an SUV. Yeah, I wanted an SUV. Okay, and that's ninety two. Eleven West, um, what is that? Holman, ninety-two, eleven West correct. Holman Drive. That's correct. Okay, all right, all right. So I'll be outside uh, tomorrow morning. We're talking about uh, seven p. Seven a.m. pickup, correct? That's it. I got you, you. Got it. Everything's on point. Okay, all right. So listen, I wanted to let you know this, man. You uh, you ordered an SUV. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, I'll be there probably a little bit before 7 a.m. You know, when you guys order Uber uh, way in advance, you know, we try to get there almost like a car service and make sure we get you where you got to go. And I, I know the traffic's gonna be a little crazy, so um, you know, I'll be there on time. I'll be downstairs waiting on you. All right. I'd appreciate it. Okay. Now, now, listen, I'm 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 a SUV, but it's a kind of a little different, so that's why I kind of the reason for the call. I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that uh, I, I I am an SUV. So I just want you to look for the uh, the black hearse that'll be outside. A Hearse? Yeah, I, I'll be in a black hearse tomorrow morning, uh, seven a.m. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. I so it's, it's an SUV or a hearse? No, no, it's a hearse. It's a hearse. Actually, what's happening is is I, I have another drop off at the airport as well. You know, there's a. I mean, it's, it's, it won't affect you at all. But there'll there'll be a body in the back. But that has to, we're trying to get that to the airport, too. But, um, uh, you know, like I said, and, and uh, as a matter of fact, it's uh, actually. body? Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, you, you f***ing with me, man? No, I, no, no. I, I ain't no, trying to ride with no body. body. Well, there's a, there, I mean, there'll be a body, but actually, this is costing you less. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. Look, you know, man, well, I'm supposed to lay down next to this motherf***er son. What, what, what you talking about, man? Dude, it'll be. I, it'll I, be I ain't a, ride with no fucking body. Hang on, man. Listen. You wanted an SUV. I'm not riding with no body, dude. Are yeah, you tripping? Cancel this trip. I'll, I'll get another Uber. Or some. Shit. I'm not riding with a body, dude. Okay, if you cancel, that's gonna cost you fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? Well, man, you gotta, like you, gotta, you I like, just downloaded the Uber app. Here's the deal. I know for a fact when you cancel Uber, it's five dollars. I'm canceling, and that's gonna be five dollars. Not gonna be no fifty dollars, dude. It's gonna be fifty dollars, sir. It's different when you have. Look, my man, you can pay me a thousand dollars. I'm not riding with a body. You, you feel me? No, I understand you. I understand you now. But do you want to get to the airport or not? Look, why don't you lay down next to the body and you drive yourself there with the body, like in in the passenger seat? I'm not doing that. Tell me what the problem is. I mean, obviously, you used to driving around with bodies and so that's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? What, what's the problem? I mean, you're going to be in the front of the hearse. You're not going to be in the back. We'll put While your the body's in the, in the back. We'll put your luggage in the back. I mean, that'll be fine, right? you're my man, you tripping, man. This is some crazy sh-. you calling the wrong oh, with this crazy bull****, dude. I'm not doing none of that sh-. What What part of that don't you understand? I, I'm going to get you there on time, sir, but it's going to be in a hearse. That's all the difference is, man. The You'll be riding I'm a- riding in a hearse when I'm supposed to be f- laid out in it. You understand? Right now, you got me f***ing. Up. What kind of phone call is this? Well, I mean, what's, you, what's what's the problem? Obviously, you're used to rolling with, with dead bodies and hearses and all that. Shit. Since when did start rolling with hearses to pick up regular live bleeps to get them from place to place? This is some crazy. I want you to think. When when did you think that it would just be cool as a regular picking up a body and just driving around in the street? I I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I got two jobs. Know what i'm saying i do Uber, you know and i also you know work for a mortuary so you know what i'm saying so you know but my vehicle is is certified and and Uber approved it so i'm able to use it as an suv as so well. so you you call them and you give them a ride to live and they don't have no reaction no reaction to riding around with a body in the back well you know uh, sometimes there's people acting a little, you know, a little. It's a little different for them. I get it, you know. But like I said, the only reason why I'm calling you, well, like obviously this, you don't get that because you're trying to hit me with a fifty dollar charge that I'm not, I'm not going for. And you're trying to get me to ride with a dead body, dude. I'm not doing that. Shit. So I tell you what, bro. I'm gonna tell you this right here. And I'm gonna get off the phone. Uh, tomorrow at seven in the morning, me and Tommy gonna be there. So be looking for us here. Yeah? Who's Tommy? The body no no me and tommy gonna be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m you understand just be ready for that then you and tommy gonna have a problem okay okay all right tell that to tommy though because see tommy don't tommy don't take this too kindly so tell it to him in the morning who's tommy is he he's on over now okay you don't know who tommy is no i don't who the is tommy okay do you know tommy from the steve harvey morning show do you know nephew tommy Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Oh, that's a f- oh, man, that's a f- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Hey, man. man. In a <laughs> no, man, your boy, you, you got a boy named Chase that you work with. Chase gave me your number, told me to give you a call. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that, I'm going to put that in a hearse, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit, <laughs> <man. laughs> Hey, man, you got to give me one more thing, man. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Hey, man, I pick you up at seven. All right, be there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: was that was that kind of too far?
6: Yeah. You think, oh, you hey, come on, much? man. Huh?
4: No. I'm like, uh, like, you know, just here trying to get him to the airport. That's all I'm trying to get the man to. People wear. Wear.
1: don't be around hers if they don't have to be. <laughs>
4: yeah, well, that ain't what we do.
1: Not <laughs> like, riding nowhere with this body back here. <laughs> <laughs> I keep feeling something on my neck. Man, if you don't open this blind- <laughs> <laughs> You know we
2: scary. Man, man, you man, know walks. we scary. You not play with the dead. <laughs> What is that that just back then?
1: Man, I'm hearing stuff move. It <laughs> <laughs> be like that playing. time oh, my man. boy, my boy's father died, lived up street from it. You know, and they he they ain't had no money, so they had the funeral at the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, it to they bought the casket, but the casket was too wide for the dough. And no, so they had know. to turn it sideways, <laughs> and you could hear <laughs> okay, you could hear his daddy shift.
2: He <laughs> no, flipped Jesus. It yeah. no, no.
1: And when they got the casket in the living room and set to stand up and open it up, he was flipped over <gasps> in the casket. They had to turn him over, boy. Boy, oh, let me Jesus tell you something. When well, you standing up in there, boy? Got You ain't going to be in Mississippi, no, I'm doing it,
4: <laughs> well, if you got a hearse and you're in Montgomery, Alabama, come holler at your boy. I'll be there, March 14th. Roll, roll, any way you can get to me, March 14th, Saturday night, baby. Montgomery Performing Arts Center. Roll on up in your hearse. I might roll with you, only if I can sit in the front. As long as I can sit in the front. Uh
3: oh. <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. Uh, Very much appreciated, I think. Uh, Listen, coming up next, it's my strawberry letter. Subject, is my wife an undercover gold digger? We'll get into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time
3: now for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to SteveHarveyFM.com and click Submit. Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle
4: up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter.
3: All right, thank you, nephew. Subject is my wife, an undercover gold digger. Dear Stephen Shirley, my wife and I have been married for over 15 years, and we've come close to getting a divorce a few times in the past few years over our finances. My wife has had issues with managing money, so I don't trust her when it comes to keeping up with our money. We have always had separate accounts. I have a personal savings account, and I've been able to save a great deal of money for our retirement. My wife does not have access to this account. We have one shared account that I put money into each month for household expenses. I am able to track it, but I've never had a problem with her using the money for personal needs. We both work, but I am the main breadwinner, and I pay all of the bills in the house. That's the house note, both car notes, and all of the utilities. She pays her cell phone and American Express bills. In the past two years, she has constantly nagged me to see bank statements and a breakdown of our finances. It makes me uneasy, and she gets upset when I tell her it's not necessary for me to share that with her. She told me I'm too secretive, and she loves to threaten me with divorce. I'm not being secretive. It's a trust thing. And why does she need to know all of a sudden? I am planning to retire with her, and I want to keep her in the same lifestyle she's used to. But I don't know if we're going to make it. She has been sleeping in the guest room, and she refuses to have sex with me. I'm a father, great provider, and God-fearing man. But this situation has me angry as heck. My wife won't sleep with me unless I show her my bank statements. It seems like after 15 years of marriage, my wife has turned into a gold digger. Please help me figure this out. Am I doing something wrong? What's up with her?" Well, you know what? I don't I don't think you're doing anything wrong necessarily because you got to save money. You you want to have money for your retirement. Your money your your wife is reckless with her money and with the money. So she is not a good person to entrust your life savings and your retirement funds uh, with. And if she doesn't understand that, that's on her, uh, not you. I think that uh, it's good that you guys have separate accounts. I think it's good that you guys share an account. Where And I think it's great that you put money in it and pay all of the bills. All those are pluses. Um, uh, What your wife is up to, um is anybody's guess um uh, you know if she wants to see bank statements uh because I don't know. Does she think or suspect that you're you're hiding money from her or something? But I I think you know in this instance, it might be. I think it's okay for you to sit her down and tell her this is what's going on. You guys have been married for 15 years. That should uh, garner some kind of trust in a relationship. I mean, money is still like if not, that's still the number one. It's definitely in the top two of why relationships and um, marriages break up because of finances because. Um, You know, people are reckless when it comes to money. She has her own job. What does she need to see it for if, you know... If you're saving and everything. But if you guys are in a good marriage, I think there does need to be some trust. Why don't you want to show it to her? That—that That is my question. I don't think it's necessarily because you're being secretive or trying to hide something. You just don't want her nagging you to get that money. Uh, you got to know that, you know, a lot of times wives do go overspend. You know, that's why if you open up the trunk right now, you'll probably find some shoe boxes of uh, brand new shoes yep. that she hasn't snuck in the yep. house yet, you know. Uh, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of just what we do, it's some of us, is what it is. <laughs> some sane. of us, I mean, we do, you know, but, um, as far as her not sleeping with you, that that's a bit far because you won't share her the bank statements and all of that, uh, unless she has something else planned. I think it's really, really immature of her to threaten you with divorce. Because of this situation, that's not cool. I don't think that's something you should play with. But I think there is a communication situation going on here, too. You may not want to do it, but just show her, you know, maybe that'll calm her down and, and settle her down and tell her the reasons you're doing this. Uh, you know, you want to continue her lifestyle. You're really doing it out of love and stuff. But she's selfish more than being a gold digger. Steve? Mm. Is my wife an undercover gold digger?
1: Well, y'all been married 15 years. Y'all and came close to divorce in a couple of times. Then you say that your wife got issues with managing money. So I don't trust her when it comes to keeping up with our money. There's a little confusion here. We've always had separate accounts. So over the 15 years, you've had that. I have a personal savings account, and you've said you've been able to save a great deal of money for our retirement and your wife ain't got access to it y'all got a shared account that i put money into for households that i'm able to track but i've never had and then you said but i've never had a problem with her using the money for her personal needs well if you've never had a problem with her using the money for your personal needs what was the several divorces about see there's a little confusion going on here brother you all have come close to getting a divorce over finances. You don't have a problem with her using the money for personal needs. Did you say 10 seconds, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> we both work, I'm the main breadwinner, and I pay all the bills in the house. House, car, all this utilities, and all she pay herself cell phone, and Well, you make a lot of money, dog. If you paying all that and still saved a lot of money for y'all's retirement, and you don't have a problem with her spending, For her personal needs, I'm trying to (laughs) figure out what the damn problem is. I love him.
3: (laughs) All right, uh, and hold that thought, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, is my wife an undercover gold digger? We'll be back to find out
2: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject is my wife, an undercover gold digger.
1: This is, is kind of a confusing letter, y'all, because you've been close to getting divorced a couple of times because you don't trust it with the money. Y'all did had separate accounts, but you got this one account where you saved a great deal of money for y'all's retirement. Your wife don't have access to it. Y'all got a shared account y'all put money into, and you ain't never had a problem with her using the money for her personal needs. If you've never had a problem with that, why have you all been getting a divorce? I'm confused. We both work. You the main breadwinner. You pay all the bills in the house. She pays her cell phone and American Express. Now, in the past two years, here we go. She has constantly nagged me to see bank statements and a breakdown of our finances. Okay, most women want to know what's going on in their life. Since you have this separate account, she's asked you to see it. Now, then you uneasy with it, and she get upset, because this is what you done told a grown woman now. It's not necessary for me to share that with you. Wait, wait a minute, dog. Hold up, partner. I got I got to tell you something real honest, man. Uh, you talking to a grown woman who's married to you, and you have a separate account that she has found out about, and you've saved a great deal of money for retirement for you all and she asked to see the bank statement of the finances of y'all's life of which you all contribute y'all's money into this account but you pay the bills and then you tell her it ain't necessary for you to share that with her. Dog mm. reverse this for a second this is what Mar- this is how Marjorie wins all arguments with us. She says reverse this D. Suppose I said that to you. That's how she win all our arguments Yeah, that's whenever, but but she only do that when I'm dead wrong. Mm -hmm. She don't do that when she wrong. When I reverse it, she reverse it back. She real tricky, (laughs) dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She told me that I'm too secretive, and she loves to threaten me with divorce. Well, dog, see, you say that there's all this money over here, but the money ain't in her house. She trying to figure out, well, is it going somewhere else? And you telling her it's in an account. She say, show me the account. And you tell her she don't need to know. And then she say, you being secretive. Then you say, I'm not being secretive. Okay, dog, what you want to call? He said, it's a trust thing. But dog, you're keeping a secret from your wife. So she is right about that. You are being secretive. But I know what you're saying because you don't trust her with the money. And why does she need to know all of a sudden? Wait a minute. Hold up, dog. What woman don't have a right to know what's going on in her life? You think if she find out the money that she gonna spend it. But you already got it protected because she don't have access to it. So now the fact that you won't show it to her ever has created a huge problem. I'm planning to retire with her. She don't know that. See, now we got an insecurity issue going on. Cause you got all this money stacked off to the side. She don't know about, she don't know if you gonna take it off with another woman. She don't know if you are gonna keep it for yourself. She don't know what it is. I'm planning to retire with her and I want to keep her in the same lifestyle she's used to. Damn, bro. I mean, I hear what you're saying. You got a good heart. I think you phrasing it wrong to the woman though. No. But I don't know if we gonna make it. Wait a minute, hold on. So you gonna risk your marriage of a person you want to retire with, cause she think you got a secret. You don't trust her spending. You ain't gonna show her the account. And now she she threaten you with divorce. And now she done moved into the guest room. And we ain't having sex. We not having sex. You can read all these papers. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell is we talking about, Kid? Dog. I
3: was wondering when you were gonna yeah. get to that. Dog, hold up, hold on. Hold oh, on
1: we not having sex. Dog, you know I me. Mean? you don't know I mean receipts. You finna see this is how
3: many bank statements dog,
1: i'm a father great provider and a god-fearing man stop stop bringing the lord in this this ain't got nothing to do to the lord dog when did the lord tell you to keep the secret so let's not drag the lord into this but this situation makes me angry as heck my wife won't sleep with me unless i show her my bank statements it seems like i got 15 years of marriage my wife has turned into a gold digger Dog, see, you're, you're attaching terms to this woman. I understand the problem you have. You're saying you can't trust her with money. But you got it fixed where she can't move the money. But now you don't want to show her that because what's she going to do? You think she's going to spend more? Mm. And you think she going to turn into a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Dog, this been the same woman for 15 years. That's why y'all done had uh, several divorces. But her threatening you with divorce is because you won't show her the paperwork which makes her think as a woman something else is happening. Please help me figure this out. Am I doing something wrong? Yes. What's up with her? The question is, what's up with y'all? You don't trust her, and she don't trust you.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. What y'all matter And this ain't going to work, partner. And this really ain't got a damn thing to do with money. 15 years, you don't trust her. You can't count on her, and she thinks she don't trust you, and she can't count on you. Mm-hmm. Unless y'all get real transparent real quick, yeah. y'all ain't gonna make it, homie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
3: all right, Steve. Thank you. We Post your funny. comments but on you today's to see Strawberry all Letter. All this
1: paperwork this evening
3: at Steve Harvey Naked. FM on Naked. Instagram yeah. and, and I'm Facebook. I'm gonna need
1: you over here this evening in this bed.
3: Also, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast. As soon as on demand. we get through reading, uh, coming up at 46 statement. after the hour, sir. I'm gonna be looking for a deposit. Terry Crews has apologized to Gabrielle Union. We'll talk about that right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well,
3: Terry Crews has finally issued an apology to Gabrielle Union after he completely dismissed her allegations against America's Got Talent last week. Terry and Gabrielle had uh, differing views on their uh, America's Got Talent experience. She found it to be racist and sexist. While call and uh, all the while calling it the most diverse, he called it the most diverse place he's ever worked after facing major backlash. Uh, Terry Crews let the Twitter know Twitter people, uh, Twitterverse know that the only woman he needed to please was his wife, Rebecca. Apparently, Terry has a had a change of heart and apologized to Gabrielle in a series of tweets, which you can see uh, or hear anyway. Basically, he told her that he was sorry for invalidating her experience. He also said that those disrespectful comments directed toward him and his family caused him to, quote, react angrily instead of responding thoughtfully. He finished up with, you are a role model to the entire black community, and in my desire to be professionally neutral as your co-worker, I should have at the very least understood that you just needed my support. Terry kept tweeting, and Dwayne Wade posted. Somebody take Terry's phone. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> will come right We've away. had enough. <laughs> okay.
0: You know, man,
1: I know I know both of them, and they're both really, really great people. Uh, I think Terry realized the error that he made, and he apologized, you know. Now, yeah. Twitter ain't going to mm-hmm. let it go. Of course, but you know when you know, but you know when your family he didn't let it go though. He kept tweeting those. Well, I mean, he he got to because he trying to get it right now. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but we are in a climate today where we, as men, have got to understand, man, that you have got to be open to understand what women are saying today. (laughs)
3: What a,
0: yeah.
1: And because we just don't have the viewpoint that they have.
3: Yeah, and and you We're, know Terry went through that. Steve, remember he had his own sexual yes. uh, uh well, that, going I on.
1: I Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. You, you grabbed my crotch, though.
3: huh? You,
1: you, will you grab my crotch. You? <laughs> this is not. It's all a all Twitter popping. incident. Yeah, it's true. happening
4: that night.
3: And I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that Gabrielle Union was one of the first people to come out in support him. of him. Yeah. So yeah. he so. should understand what it's like to be a victim. And, exactly. And, and Got so. it. The same thing. And in news today,
4: someone grabbed Steve Harvey's crotch. Gosh, and what? Guys, He's, in, he's in court to face the
1: attacker. Yes. I not
3: Uh, All right. Coming up (laughs) at the top of the hour, the president's State of the Union address is tonight. Who will be watching? Mm. Uh, We hear he's going to use the word winning a lot. We'll talk about it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: So President Trump is going to deliver an optimistic, inspirational, forward-looking State of the Union address on the eve of the Senate's final impeachment vote. That's according to presidential advisor Kellyanne Conway, who said that success is the best revenge. In an interview with Fox News from Kellyanne Conway, uh... Previewed the president's State of the Union address by touting the administration's efforts over the last year and teasing that many of his statements will end with the word winning. Conway went on to say that no. winning no. finishes many sentences and the president will show up and barrel through as he always does. He will he take he his message speech, to yeah. the people.
4: I didn't think to so he, he was a good speech. <laughs> when, when y'all seen the next day on the news, they tell me that was a great speech. When y'all seen that? <laughs> never. <laughs> I ain't never heard. Of
1: it. How's is, how is tonight <laughs> finna
4: be any different? But, but here's the deal though: Very the Republicans
1: term. are gonna stand up and be clapping. Oh yeah. Like yes. and he, but yes. but he's so he's so not politically correct. He just gonna face them the whole night. He ain't even gonna look over at the Democrats. Yeah,
3: Mm-mm. yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, he already no. said it's going to be hard to work with them moving forward. And they
1: ass is mad because they ain't got no <laughs> witnesses, no questions.
0: Not a
4: trial. It's gonna, gonna be a fight here
1: tonight, man. Yeah. This thing, this, this, yeah. it, this, mm. this system we have in America, man, it's It's not good, man. No. It's just no. not Absolutely good. Right. No. And for us as the, the the people who live here, we're just looking at this going, really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: because it
1: together, Because hey let me tell you something. You let you go to you let you go to trial and be accused of anything, and they got some witnesses for you. Watch what happens. you finna hear mm-hmm. from all of
3: them. Yeah,
1: my mama house. Yeah, I
4: just somebody didn't see me break the lamp. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, the president <laughs> will take his message to the people so that they can hear what's been happening in their country. State of the Union address is sandwiched between not only the final impeachment vote. But also, uh, the first contest in the 2020 Democratic presidential primary process, the Iowa caucuses. So, uh, this is a uh, big political year. Okay, big can I ask you year. all a question? Uh-huh.
1: Tommy, if you had to vote, and you, you don't have to stick to this, we're just talking. If you had to vote for a Democrat right now, which one would you vote for? Bloomberg. Keir. Biden. Biden. Carla. Biden. Shirley.
3: I'm going with Biden because I think he's the only one who can beat him right now. But my second choice Mm -hmm. would be Bloomberg at this point. I like what his messaging right now. I like
1: Bloomberg, too. Yeah, I like his messaging. I really do. And then after that, I got to go with Biden.
3: Yeah, Biden-Bloomberg would be a great ticket.
1: See, because I'm looking at the debates. Mm -hmm. That rich boy, talking back to him, hey, man, he going to shut Donald Trump down. Because he know he he know a lot of stuff, and he oh, has a real okay. plan. Biden, yeah. I think, will fight him because he he a tough boy out of out of, tell. Out of mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so those two are the only yeah. two. I think it would be a great well, presidential vice presidential thing. Except I don't yeah. think that Joe would be willing to be a vice president again. Again. Yeah.
3: I don't think so either. And I don't yeah, know Bloomberg's
1: is, uh, ego dumb. will let him be vice president because he got a lot of money. So you saying well, oh, he lot was of the
3: money. mayor? I a mean,
4: <laughs> lot of money. Ignorant. Money. President yes. Trump
1: can't talk to him no any kind of way. I'm telling you, man, you don't know. It's a pecking order, and the rich boys know. Don't flex, partner, because Bloomberg got real money. Trump doesn't have real money. Bloomberg well, got real rusted. money.
2: <laughs> what does, does that mean? Trump doesn't don't, have don't, don't,
1: real money.
3: Don't forget well, that Sanders and Warren are still high up in the race as well. I don't see yeah, how. They are.
1: I promise mm-hmm. you, I don't see how. I don't get. I like Bernie Sanders. I'm gonna Sanders be honest with though. you. I don't get Elizabeth Warren's plan. I don't get the plan, wow. and I'm not gonna vote for you. And I don't get your plan.
3: Mm-hmm. You've I just got a plan don't. For that, Steve. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Coming up, (laughs) coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show uh, and a story out of Detroit. Uh, You got to hear this, Steve. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, Steve, play close attention to this story, please. A Detroit man is recovering after a woman he was kissing bit off his tongue. Yeah, this is according what? to the Macomb County Prosecutor's Office. Uh, her name is Ulet Wedgworth. Uh, she's Ulet. fifty-two. Uh, she and the man were engaged in a consensual kiss. Uh, this happened back on January twenty-eighth uh, when she bit off his tongue. Police and prosecutors say that's what what happened. Uh, she has asked to, She had asked him not to put his tongue in her mouth. Okay, and but he did bit? it anyway.
4: And she bit and it off. And she bit it off. Where is the tip of the tongue at?
3: The police found it. In in little, little yeah. It was in the bedroom, in the apartment. Yeah, the uh, police responded to the incident and found the man bleeding from his mouth and missing an an his <laughs> <entry> <laughs> <laughs> finger. Oh
4: <laughs> did y'all see it? <laughs> did y'all see it? Did y'all see <laughs> Why did y'all did? <laughs> no,
0: you stupid.
4: Look, out. look, out. did the blanket. Did you did? them you did? did? Pull up, boy. Did them did them you did?
1: Booting pillars, booting pillars out the but, way. See if you see. <laughs> he
4: said, "Pull the flag out of it." We got, like, we got to find the, we got to find the, my
2: thumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we'll have some more of this ignorant like
3: show coming up, and That's some 33 warm. minutes after Don't the hour, time. right after this. <laughs> Take us out, Tommy.
2: <laughs> we'll be back when we find my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Well, Jennifer Lopez celebrated her epic Super Bowl halftime show with Shakira Shakira, by uh, boarding a yacht and conducting an informal poll with her friends and family and asked... Was that the best ever? She quickly acknowledged what lots of other people were already saying, that it might have been the GOAT of halftimes, the greatest of all halftimes.
4: I enjoyed it thoroughly. What? <laughs> thoroughly. Oh. They
3: were fire. I, I thought it was really, really, really good. Uh, I, I really Prince. did. I enjoyed it. I oh, loved like, it. Some people tripping Prince's power.
1: halftime was good. Was yeah, and
4: strong. Beyonce's yeah. was
3: and uh, uh, Yeah, you got to give
1: Beyonce. B and
4: Prince was the GOAT. They. Oh, okay. not.
1: please yeah, yeah. understand. I thought yeah. that them two girls yeah, put on one hell of a show.
0: Oh, they they really yeah. did. No one question. A, and and
1: yeah. and the people that was hating just wanted to find something to hate about. Hello, but I don't know yeah, they were what. Good. And I'm I'm just talking about the 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 choreography, the lighting. That's what
4: the
3: I showmanship. The outfits.
2: Yes, you know stage yeah. presence. I'm yeah. talking Boy. about the pole, though. You're talking about
4: all that. I'm talking about the pole. Whew. She was
2: on the phone. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah oh, man. But that if you awesome.
4: ever been... Let me hear it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You're going to finish this here. Did you see No, you're going to finish this here. Boy, Murray, that bone almost come fly. Come on, come on. Did you hear that You're going to finish this here. Let me hear uh-uh. it, baby.
5: uh uh-uh. <laughs> Come on, what? shit. Uh-huh. He censored himself. I know it's
4: bad if you caught yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let you me hear it, big dog. Oh, he just stopped at that. That's all we got. And then he said... <laughs>
3: <laughs> they start singing. Come on, Shirley. It's God, me, girl? It's like, it's like this lady at church says, woo, thank God for Jesus. <laughs> 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 thank you, Lord. Anyway. Well, they did a good job. For
1: uh, your son.
3: <laughs> we got to move on, Steve. Not everyone loved Jennifer Lopez's Super Bowl halftime show. The folks at PETA are upset. Uh, they're squawking about birds being killed to make the Puerto Rican flag cape she wore during the set. Uh, the flag JLo unfurled near the end of her performance was custom made by Versace. According to stylist uh, Marielle Hain, um, it featured 40,000 red, blue, and white feathers and individually sewn in. They were all individually sewn in. That's the part that PETA was so angry about. The Peta birds was
1: already gone. Yeah. Is, See, he already I'm gone. from the country. Listen, let me let j off the hook. Them was chicken feathers. Listen there to me. You go. need we're to call chicken Popeyes. Chicken Popeyes. <laughs> you can call Chick-fil-A. Oh. You can call <laughs> KFC by <laughs> yes. this. These was chicken feathers. Why don't Peter find something else to do?
3: (laughs) All right, coming up, our last break of the day. And uh, we'll look to Steve Harvey for some closing remarks, all right? That's coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, uh, this Tuesday been a good day? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. People still um,
2: recovering from Super Bowl, watching
4: the game, yeah. dragging a little yeah. bit. Yesterday. Yeah, I started Monday. my
1: program, uh, you know, program yesterday. Today, actually, I had my last bad meal. Yesterday. Oh. Oh.
3: Uh-huh. No yeah. more chicken wings for you, huh? Uh, I don't consider chicken wings a bad meal at all. <laughs> at all. It's chicken well, whatsoever. What about when you dip them in the blue cheese? I don't like ranch, that. Or...
1: I've never liked that. You don't like blue cheese? Oh, not, on, not on my. Own. No. Don't don't like chicken chicken. Not, not on your buffalo cheese.
4: wings.
1: No, nope, don't hey. like that. Blue cheese. No, don't do that. Oh, okay. I like. Rins. You ever had a salad with blue cheese crumbles on it, but too many blue cheese yes. crumbles? Yes. yes yeah, yes, it I could have.
4: be overpowered.
1: Yeah, hey, could man. Be a let tangy. me tell you something. That damn blue cheese. <laughs> that's <laughs> some gangsta ass cheese right there. <laughs> it's gross. That, you that, that, some that cheese. cheese right there Got gangster in it <laughs> Yes man, you, hey, man, you know Because you see it on the salad You be going oh some blue cheese crumble And then yeah. you, after a while you going, hey it's too many of these Damn my, yes. my mouth need a break <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That blue cheese be <laughs> gangster really in the salad <laughs> <laughs> Man you can't taste the rate No nuts nothing you Blue cheese sure. Gangster's onions Oh, man, that's some <laughs> that's gangster strong. stuff right Blue there. Blue cheese is strong, man. Hey, yeah. hey let me give you all so, uh, some something closing. I was thinking for closing remarks.
0: Okay. Mm.
1: You know, man, in 2020, I want you to open up your mind to all of the possibilities of what your life can really be, man. I want everybody to start thinking in glowing terms. Everybody should start thinking in positive terms. Everybody should be putting your mind in perpetual forward motion. Start thinking and expecting the things you want to attract to your life, man. It is an amazing thing, the power of the mind. Your mind is so incredibly powerful, man, that you have the sheer ability to wheel things into existence for your life. You have the ability to attract a life of abundance. You have the ability with your mind to become suddenly a positive person overnight. You can enact this overnight. It's not a gradual process. You can start becoming a positive person immediately. You can start attracting positivity to your life immediately. The moment you change your mind, I was always taught that your feelings, your feelings are a barometer of what you've been thinking the previous 15 minutes. For example, if you find yourself all of a sudden you don't feel so hot today, and I don't mean physically, you just mentally, you just start feeling blah. All you have to do is track what you've been thinking the last 15, 20 minutes, and it will immediately explain the sudden blah in your attitude or your sudden blah in your mental state. Your feelings are a barometer of your thoughts. So if you change what you think, you then change the way you feel. I am telling you, man, how many times I've had to learn over the years when I'm not feeling myself, I get in a little quiet space in my mind and I just start thanking God. I just start thanking God for the things I do have. I don't worry about what I don't have. I start throwing some praises up for what I do have, for my health, my family, my wife, my job, my ability to learn, my ability to earn, my ability to have thoughts, my ability to walk, see, talk, breathe, reason, rhyme, all of that. And when I start thanking him for those things, I immediately become lighter. See, you can't be grateful and sad at the same time. The two can, I dare you to try it. I dare you today to make a serious attempt at being grateful for five straight minutes of just gratitude. Three minutes of gratitude, and then when you stop, see how mad you are. Or see how depressed you are. It's impossible, man. It is impossible. The two cannot reside at the same time. Joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. It is impossible. There is only room for one. You are either joyous or you're mad. You're either grateful or you're sad. It's one of the two. You can't be both. But if you make a concerted effort in 2020, if you get committed that you are going to have a glowing attitude, that you are going to be a person of positivity, that you are going to be a person that's a light when you walk in the room, if you make that commitment in 2020, you immediately began the process. Immediately. It doesn't take a week. It takes the immediate control of your mind. Your mind is incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful. We were created in God's image. Somebody told us to me, he said, why do you think in the beginning God said, let there be light? He said because he wanted you to understand that the power of the tongue is all powerful. God is very powerful. He could have just waved his hand and just lit the whole earth up. But he said first, let there be light. It's all in what you say. If you say you're good, you're good. If you say you broke, you broke. If you say one day you'll be wealthy, you'll be wealthy one day. Get control of that, y'all. 2020 is here. Let's make it the best year of our lives. Those are my closing remarks today. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, now. Deal with Right, yes, sir. That's it. right.
4: Let's go, y'all.
1: 2020! Hey, man. Hey, y'all have a great weekend,
3: okay? <laughs> See ya. Out.
4: Black History Month. Be as black as you can be. Oh,
0: it's oh, it's